This is Trump Train song number 21 on YouTube. There are 21 songs on YouTube called Trump Train. give that three trumps on a scale of one to five trumps oh, five really? being the best you like that one that's three trumps right there on the trump train this one's by christopher scott my name is chris martin and donald trump and this is for you there's a long trump train coming down the line convincing people that the wall I'm giving that two trumps on the scale of one to five trumps. Cody, what's up? Uh, what happened when you told a girl at work that you loved her? Uh, I surprised her at her job with uh, very cheesily with a rose and in the front of her, all her friends who I thought really had my back and liked me too. But uh, I said, I love you. And she just looked at me, looked around, was like, thank, thank you. And I, <laughs> I just stood there. It was like the most awkward. Like I just stood there like, all right, well, See you later. Like, it was just completely oh. awkward. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, pretty uh, bad. Right. Pretty rough. So, yeah. thank you is just as bad as I hate you, right? Yeah, I would, I would assume so. We didn't last much longer after that because I was like, oh, she's not into me. Right. So I had to stop caring. Yeah, so. by the time you love her, if she doesn't say I love you back and she says thank you, I'd be like, oh, thank you for helping me save some time. I'm on to the next. 727-579-1025. John Brennan said, best response to I love you text is the uh, fist bump emoji. Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I love you text followed by the fist bump. I just told him I loved him, so we'll see what he writes back. I bet he gives you the fist bump or the poop emoji. Rocky, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, Rocky? Hey, hey Drew. Good. Well, I was uh, my, my response was I was dating a girl about, I guess, about two. I ended up dating her for three years, but the first two weeks into a relationship, one night after we did our thing, uh, she turned around and said, I love you. And I, I couldn't respond to her because we were only dating for two weeks. So my bad, my response to her was, you know, I want to want to love you. You know, I thought I thought that was a good response at the time. I want but, to uh, want to love you? Not I want to yeah. love you, but I want to want to love you. Yes, yes, at the moment. And she wasn't very happy with that. So I guess, uh, but we're still dating for three years after that. There so. you go. Next time you hit her with the uh, number uh, 10 on the list, the I'm on Instagram right now and not really listening at all response, which is one word, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Cool. The number one uh, most hated response, the holy crap, they saw it and said nothing. Seen at 8.36 p.m. Oh, man. Like for people who have their notifications on. I I don't know why people have that on their phones. I don't want to know that you've read my text. Same here. Why Why do people have that? I don't know. I don't know why anyone would have the accountability of the read notifications on their text. That's just a savage move to go, hey, I read your text and I'm not writing you back. Hurtful. You used to have it on your phone, then you turned it off. I know, because I didn't want anybody to feel the pressure of, oh, I read your text, 
and I'm either too busy or too disinterested to respond. Because what do you get out of that? You Nothing. Don't, you don't get anything out of having that I can see you read my no, text. No, that, that you know that I read your text, but I'm not going to say anything back. I got to keep my lies up. Oh, oh, I never got that text message. Right. Oh, must, must be something with my phone. <laughs> uh, the Number two, the bare bones acknowledgement that they heard you. Okay. I love you. Okay. You've never had a woman tell you that she loves you and you didn't feel that way? Hmm. It's been a long time since any woman has said, I love you. No, I don't think that's true. Maybe it is. It's been a long time since any woman has shown me that. What's happening right now? Nothing. Nikki, show him that you love him. All right, you too. 727-579-1025. That was actually the most heart-crushing response ever. Was when I said to my son Xander, who was on the radio with us, I love you, bud. And he said, All right, you too. Oh. What's up, Frank? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing? Hey, pretty good. How are you doing, Derek? Good, Frank. Thank you, man. Love the show. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. You're welcome. What? Uh, most, uh, it happened several times. most awkward one I can remember was I didn't respond at all, changed the subject. Uh, it was like the first or second date. She said she loved me. Mm. And uh, I just, uh, like I said, nothing. No response. Changed the subject. <laughs> That pretty much sends a message, uh, right? Like, if she says, I love you on the second date, and you go, eh, yeah, listen, uh, what appetizer do you want to split? That pretty much sends, the, sends a message that there's not much of a future here, right? Exactly. I never never called her, never asked her out again. When she called me, I cut the conversation short. Sad. I was busy. I had to go. And after a few calls, she got the idea, and uh, I was just really, really weird. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of, like, if a girl doesn't get the message by the 10th text message that you send me that I don't respond to, then I don't know what to tell you, you know? 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Uh, Melissa, did you say it first or did someone else say it to you? Someone else said it to me. All right, so someone says, I love you. You aren't quite ready to tell them that you love them back. How did you respond? I asked him, had he not been spending enough time with me? That I was crazy and that he should know that by now. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, maybe he loved your crazy. There are certain people who love each other's crazy. And he did say he loved my crazy. But I didn't want him calling me crazy later on when it didn't work out. Oh, all right. So then once he said he knew that you were crazy and he still loved you, did you tell him that you loved him back? No. Um, oh. And it lasts about two more weeks because I didn't want anybody that would love somebody as crazy as me. Have you found love? <laughs> No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Have you found temporary love, if you know what I mean? A little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, in and out? Um, no. Oh. Just gave it up for Lent. Well, it's not Lent anymore, sweetheart. Oh, I'm very religious. <laughs> all right. Well, God loves you but all the I time. I have a suggestion. Oh, all right. I have, I have, I have jumped the gun and um, was hanging out with someone years ago, had a little bit too much to drink, and said, I love you. Caught myself just in time to say, man, at the end of it. Oh, there save you me. go. Ah, that movie will save a lot of people. Uh, Trump train song number 19. Getting on the Trump train. Oh, this is, oh. <laughs> Who's this one by? I see you. Big storm is coming, moving across the land. The giant has awakened, he's gonna take a stand. Calling all the people to help us get on track. We have found a leader who'll take our country back. back. Veterans are dying, don't get proper care. 
Miller tears weaken on land and sea and air. Debt keeps growing bigger. Is this the lady who's no just on the phone with us? No one seems to care. Hello, Jesus. Holes in the border, danger everywhere. Get on board, get on the train, make America great again. Get on board, climb on the train, get on the trunk train, make America Oh, this is a solid three and a half. I'm giving that one three and a half trumps. Brother, just let everybody know, if they put together 21 Hillary songs, maybe they did, we'd be playing those too. Right. We are not playing this because we love or hate Donald Trump. We are playing it because there are 21 songs on YouTube that are called Trump Train songs. I think there's probably a lot more. Right. Here's number 18 by Joe Staffieri, the Trump Train song. And Joe Staffieri looks like a Joe Staffieri. You hear the Trump train coming, it's rolling around the bend. And you all ain't seen nothing till Donald Trump stepped in. He's got that certain something that we can all agree. Trump train! Some people say he's cocky, and that's alright with me. Was not a politician, as you can plainly see. I'm going to give that one three trumps out of five. I like that one, though, because the Trump train, Trump train. 727-579-1025. Uh, Rob, what happened when uh, you said I love you and the person was not ready to hear it? I say, uh, Rob. Rob? Mike, hello. What's up, guys? How's it going? Great, Mike. How about you, bud? You know, back in high school, you know, it's like to throw the L-bomb around is not, uh, you know, it doesn't mean as much. Yeah. I remember a few girls were like, they'd throw it out. Right. I got to call my man Patrick Swayze. I just said, ditto. Yeah. And, that, you know, it's like, I ain't ready to say it, but hmm. kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. It's like know? I love you, but I'm not really ready to commit to saying I love you. So I'm going to go the Swayze from Ghost route and say ditto. For sure, great movie. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, that is a fantastic uh, movie as far as rom coms go. This would be the Trumpets. Trumpets. With their song Trump Train. Election 2016. Oh, Final my. results have been One yet. That's uh, four and a half Trumps on a scale of one what to five Trumps. songs sound like they were made 32 years ago. Uh, here is uh, Trump Train by a Canadian Mr. D. Trump supporter. Might be. Uh, Election year in USA, the Game of Thrones begun. Make sure record this on her iPhone. That is a one Trump on a scale of one to five Trumps. Uh, here is number 15 by C.B. Hutcherson. These are 21 songs on YouTube. Uh, I think this guy just talks. With the title Trump Train. Well, boys, we're still talking about Donald Trump and his leadership 
his success, his beautiful family. Fast forward. No, okay. I guarantee. I know that it's true that there's somebody who can really get us through. Right, that's one Trump on a scale of one to five Trumps. Oh, I love that one. This is uh, Wesley Michael Hayes and Outlaw Territory. It's got a picture of Obama with golf spikes, so it's got to be good. Number 14 song on YouTube called Trump Train. Here we go. That's a real hit kicker. Come on at ya. You know this old country is going down the tubes. We finally have a man who knows what to do. Not afraid of Iran, won't bow down to Iraq. Folks, I'm telling you, for America's dreams come true, we all need to get on board the Trump train. <laughs> Man, I want to do my own and have like a number 22 Trump train song. You could. What do you think about this one? This is me. This is mine. Come on, ride it. The Trump train, come on, ride it. The Trump train, come on, ride it. The Trump train, come on, ride it. The Trump Got this new song, got you shaking your rump. I said you vote for him for president, he's Donald Trump His skin is unnatural, it's a little orange Oops, there ain't a damn word that rhymes with orange He's Donald J. Trump, the J is for jackass Ain't nobody in hell gonna vote for his whack ass He's going up against Hillary and she's the devil Vote for Donald Trump, cause you know he on the level Come on, ride it The Trump train, come on, ride it There's my Trump song. Doesn't door hinge rhyme with orange? Slightly. Okay. But I, I don't like the way door hinge sounds with orange. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, D12 made it rhyme. Yeah, D12 can make anything rhyme. All right, uh, Danny, uh, Brad, well, hold on one second. Go ahead, Danny. You just totally ruined Johnny Cash for me by playing that song about Trump hey. with the Johnny Cash tune behind it. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, I'm just on board this Trump train, and I want to share my joy with everyone. Why would you be on the Trump train? Anybody but Hillary. Anybody but Hillary. Vote me in. Well, I'll vote you. I don't want to vote me. I want to vote you. What are your qualifications? Oh, I can do whatever anybody else can, but better. And, uh, yeah, I'm not a Trump. You want to build a wall? You want to build a wall? You want to build a wall around Mexico? Hell no. Those Mexicans are the ones coming over, building these houses and doing things and working for cheap labor. I don't mind Mexicans. She don't mind Mexicans. Don't mind them at all. You can vote for Danny because she's at the Tyrone Square Mall. She likes them Mexicans because they's a little better. She likes that song by Weezer. It's about your sweater. So pull the thread as I walk away. It will unravel. Donald J. Trump is the judge and here's his gavel. Guilty, not guilty, adjudicated, whatever. I vote for Donald Trump, cause you know he's mad clever. 
trunk train You going through the tunnel I drink a beer bong It goes through my orange funnel Donald J. Trump The monarch The despot I use the word despot You're on your own on that one Thank you uh, Jennifer Shugarabo, I am so impressed with you right now. Did you honestly just like spit that rhyme out and just make it up, or did you have it prepared? Seth, Nikki, did I have anything prepared? Is there any literature in front of me whatsoever? We don't plan anything on this show. We're 100% organic. Don't panic. We're organic. (laughs) But for real, you are so gifted, my friend. Gifted indeed. I'm impressed with you. Yeah, I can make a mean Donald Trump come on ride it the train freestyle. (laughs) It's what I do. Yours was my most favorite. You get nine Trumps. Nine Trumps. Thank you. I'm the king of the Trump train. I appreciate it very much. All right, doll. Have a great weekend. You do the same thing, doll. Uh, Here we go again. Yeah. All aboard. Donald Trump rhymes are getting mad loose. That girl named Jennifer, I'll do her in the caboose. That means in the back. Yeah, the rear end. I'll do Jennifer, then you know I'll do her friends. It'll be a naughty party for Donald J. Trump. But first I got to pull out my crazy penis pump. I got to pump it up to make it a little bigger. Shout out to Donald Trump, cause you know he is my candidate for president. You know, we've been doing this Apple a Day program the entire month. Your generous donations, including the $250 donation we got today, which we very much appreciate, it goes to the Apple a Day program, which gets iPads for kids who are going through chemotherapy. Now, we like to put these families on the air so it personalizes it and lets you know where your generous donations are going. Uh, We're about to speak to Chloe's mom, Jacqueline. Chloe is two years old, and I'm going to bring Jacqueline on so that we can get the story from her. Uh, Jacqueline, how are you? Thank you very much for joining us. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Certainly a pleasure. Uh, talk to me about uh, the Christmas day. What an awful day to discover that your uh, your daughter uh, has pleuropulmonary blastoma type 3. How did you know there was something wrong with her? Well, um, this has been going on for like a month and a half. Uh, she had very high fevers and Um, She was making this grunting noise, and I had taken her to the doctor over Thanksgiving break, and they diagnosed her with a urinary tract infection. Mm. And then, sure enough, um, we've had her on antibiotics for 10 days, and all the symptoms seemed to go away except that grunting noise. And so, you know, we kind of went on with our lives, and um, Christmas Eve, she spiked another fever, Mm. and I just noticed the grunting was getting louder, and um, her breathing was labored, and... So I had the whole family over, as usual, and um, I decided I'm just going to take her up there, get a second opinion, and we went to the hospital, and they were doing an ultrasound on her um, her appendix because they thought it might be the appendix or the bladder again, and um, she was fighting them. She's, she's a fighter, and um, they went too high with the ultrasound, and they saw the mass in her lungs. So then you could tell something was wrong. They rushed her out. They started ordering all these CAT scans and um, x-rays, and sure enough, Christmas Day, they came in and basically told me and my husband, and it was it was the worst news of our lives. Of course. And uh, they were able to take out 99% of an aggressive and rare massive tumor uh, the following Monday, and then uh, after the surgery, she's having a rough time withdrawing from the pain medications? 
Yes, she actually, um, they waited till Monday for their, like, their A-plus surgery team to come in there and um, take the tumor out. And um, But Christmas Day, she she was, like, the whole time she was hunched over and, you know, having labored breathing and just miserable crying. And, I mean, I spent all night holding her. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was the weirdest thing. She got this, like, really big burst of energy. And um, my husband and my sons had brought up a bunch of Christmas presents for her, and she didn't want anything to do with them the whole day. But then she got that burst of energy, and she saw the presents, and she's like, presents, presents. So I ran them all over to her. She opened a bunch of presents. And then about 20 minutes later, she just basically crashed, and they had to intubate her. Um, so that following Monday, they took the tumor out, and, you know, um, she spent a week on the ventilators and you know, the chest tubes and draining and all that fun stuff. And um, then they um, they took, you know, they took the tube out and the chest tubes, and I assumed that she's just going to bounce back and be Chloe again and miss personality. And right. she started having seizures. She was, you know, she, she couldn't even hold her head up. She couldn't eat. And it was the, the worst thing to just see your daughter. And then you don't know. You don't know right. what's going on with her. You, you have to trust all these people that you don't even know, you know, and, and just trust that, that everything's going to be okay. And so the withdrawals lasted for months after she was, um, she had the surgery and had the tubes taken out and slowly but surely she started with OTPT and speech and language. She started getting all of her functions back and now she's doing really well. Great. We're speaking with Jacqueline. Her two-year-old daughter was diagnosed on Christmas day with pleuropulmonary blastoma type three. Jacqueline, how's she doing with the chemotherapy? She's actually doing very, very well with it. Um, she spent the first three, uh, actually weeks one, three, five, and seven were like heavy, heavy doses. They were like double doses of chemo. And we spent probably the first several months in the hospital. Um, her counts would drop. She'd get bad fevers. We'd get immediately admitted again. Um, now she had chemo last weekend, and she spends a week like kind of rebounding with the vomiting, the up all night crying, the pain, the neuropathies. And then within a week, she's back to, you know, being Chloe and feisty and, you know, back to her, most, most herself, you know. Sure. Absolutely. Seth? Is it hard to keep her entertained when she's going through all this? It's miserable. We, I mean, we're trapped in a little room. Um and she's two, and she's climbing, and she's got tubes attached to her, and you're constantly on your toes trying to keep them from getting wrapped on the bed or caught on the couch or tripping right. over them. And she's climbing on the IV pole. We take walks around, you know, the room, and um, right. she always wants my phone to be on the phone. And um, not to mention, like, all the, uh, the um, transfusions they get. They have to sit for four hours to get a blood transfusion, and she's... Oh had several of those and they kind of they don't ex they kind of expect you to sit still right but you know you know the two-year-olds aren't going to sit still and no. you're trying to just keep them you know play-doh and and they get tired of it but with the ipad she's, she'll be able to surf the youtube and right. get on all the little games and the nursery rhymes and it's going to be a huge huge 
thing for her, I know. <laughs> well, I, l- I really appreciate you sharing the story because the people who have donated uh, close to $25,000 to our Apple a Day program initiative so far really need to know where this money goes and really need to know the benefits of an iPad for a rambunctious little two-year-old who can then watch some cartoons, some movies, play some games to pass the time during these lengthy blood transfusions and chemotherapy sessions. So I really appreciate you sharing all of that. And from one parent to another, I know uh, I know that uh, you're struggling with this, and I can't imagine what it must be like, but I salute you for staying strong for this adorable little girl. For sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful for the viewers, for all the support. We've had, like, an overwhelming, you know, um, base of people that, you know, have just, like, mailed us things and, you know, posted things on our Facebook page. And, you know, and, and all of those things just keep you going as a parent because, you know, your your whole life changes. It's It's yeah. the biggest adjustment. And I mean, nobody wants this no. at all. And when it happens to you, you're you it's it's you don't know what to do. It's 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 awful. Yeah, all you can do. And and as a parent, you would do anything to kind of take that bullet for your kid to to put you know take the pain away from them and put it in your own body. And uh, I can only imagine what that's like for you every day, Jacqueline. For sure. I mean, it's it's sad. And I mean, there's plenty of kids on that um, floor at Johns Hopkins, all children's and, um, you know, and they don't have a lot of them, you know, parent, we have to, you know, you you miss so much work. You don't have the money to, you know, be afforded to afford these things for your kids. And um, even, you know, just the little things like gas money and getting to and from appointments. And then you're in the hospital a weekend for the treatments and um, just, a little thing like an iPad, but that's like a huge help and it keeps these kids going and, um, keeps them strong, Awesome. keeps them busy and, and, and they love it and entertain. So that's fantastic. Is, uh, is Chloe available by any chance? I know she's two. So our conversation, she'll probably talk over my head a lot cause I have the intellect of a one-year-old. Uh, but, uh, would you mind if we spoke with her? Not at all. She's ready. And I hope you're ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, Chloe, how are you? Good. Chloe, did you know? L-O-D. She said L-O-D. Did you hear that? I didn't did not, but that's crazy. L-O-D. Chloe, you're so awesome. Did you know that you're getting an iPhone? What? Do you want to sing? Is that what you said? Yeah. Please, I would love for you to sing for us, Chloe. What'd she say, Seth? What song do you, what song? Oh. Yeah, we're, we're, oh, you're, you're welcome. We're going to give you an iPad. I love you, Chloe. I hope you. Chloe, I hope you love the iPad that we're gonna give you. You're such a special little girl, and I want you to stay strong. Okay. Okay. Chloe, we love you. I love you. I hope you guys have a great weekend. 
Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate it. Jacqueline, thank you very much. I hope you guys have a great weekend, okay? Thank you. Thank you. At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details.